Monitoring every tick of the market. Here's Jay Ratliff, day trading expert on AM Tampa Bay with Jack Harris. And Jay Ratliff on board here at 644 on AM Tampa Bay. And uh, the big question, I guess now, Jay, is will the earnings season help to calm the nerves of investors who are rather anxious these days? That's a great question, and uh, right now I can tell you that as we're looking at the earnings season so far, as far as the third quarter, we've had 64 of the S&P 500 companies that have reported third quarter earnings, and that's about 13% of the 503 companies that are contained within that. And we've had 70% of those that have reported a positive surprise, and that has uh, really helped a lot of people on Wall Street start to breathe a bit easier, but I can tell you, we've just really begun the the process as far as just 13%. But if that trend continues, it's certainly uh, something that I think will help. Now, is it going to alleviate all the issues that we have as far as inflation and the worries that we have with Russia, Ukraine, and all the other things that are taking place right now? Uh, No, but believe me, uh, you and I talked before about how we need any dose of good news right now to kind of help calm the, the nerves of the investors. And if we can have a decent third quarter uh, continue, then uh, that might be some of the good news that we have that could at least keep us from falling further. I, I don't see anything that's going to send the market rocketing up at this point in time. Right now, we're just trying to plug the leaks. Now, question for you, Jay. James here. Uh, curious, do you think the Fed will continue raising the interest rates, and could we see these uh, these rising interest rates into 2023? Yeah, in fact, uh, the next uh, round, uh, James, is expected uh, the 1st of November. And last month at this time, they were thinking about a minimal rent interest rate hike. Uh, in fact, the idea that, you know, could the Fed roll out a fourth in a row, 75 basis point interest rate hike? I mean, a month ago, that was laughable. There's no way. Right now, there's a 57% chance, according to Wall Street, that that's going to happen. So the, the idea that we could see a fourth super ultra aggressive interest rate hike in November uh, is causing a lot of people to be very concerned. It's like using the, uh, you know, those uh, those paddles that they use to try to resuscitate a patient too early, too often type of thing. And the fear is that it could really adversely impact the economy at a time when we really don't need it. But Jerome Powell, being the Fed chair, has indicated that uh, hey, they were late to the party. They uh, showed up uh, later than than they wanted. They did not really think inflation was going to be anything to contend with which doesn't really uh, make us feel that good when those are the ones responsible for trying to stay ahead of it. Yeah, the uh, question is, for people who are interested in investing now, is this a good time to do it? Well, you know, it's one thing to listen to, to you and I, but uh, Jamie Dimon, who's the uh, celebrated head of J.P. Morgan, he was the one that uh, kind of predicted the banking crisis that we had in 2008 and made J.P. Morgan an absolute powerhouse because they thrived through that. Uh, he's been out saying, look, we're, we're looking at a, a possibility of a recession in the next six to nine months. And his words are that this market could drop another 20 to 30 percent. Oh, wow. Now, in real numbers, that means if we're at about 30,000 now, that means the Dow would drop below 25,000 to 24,000 or lower. So for people that uh, you know t- tend to look at that kind of uh, – uh, perspective from someone in that type of a position, uh, I would certainly advocate a great deal of caution here. If I've got cash on the sidelines and I'm looking for deals, this type of 
minuscule drop in the market is not something that's going to cause me to take that cash off the sidelines. We start seeing a drop where the market's going to go down over a period of time as much as 20%, 30%, 25%, what have you. That's when you're talking about seeing some deals that are going to come out. And unfortunately, at that point in time, people are so panicked, they're selling. They're not really looking for opportunities. And if you want to be a Warren Buffett kind of person, then those are the times that when you look for stocks to go on sale, you really don't care about trying to catch them at the absolute bottom. You've got a predetermined plan that says if this stock that I like gets to this point, which would be an unbelievable bargain, I'm going to pull the trigger. The problem is by the time the stock drops there, you have all this chorus of experts screaming on how it could go lower and causes a lot of people not to follow that predetermined plan. And, Jack, I tell you, when you do that, uh, it really works against you. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if any of these predictions come true or not. There's a lot of things that we have to go through. But, uh, again, just a, not a lot on the horizon that, that uh, we can be overly optimistic about. One other quick thing here, you being our airline expert as well, uh, airlines reporting healthy third quarter profits. Mm-hmm. And this is quite a comeback from what happened as a result of COVID-19. Yeah, it's reflective of a very strong summer travel season for airlines. United Airlines reported this week a profit third quarter, $942 million. Uh, Delta Airlines last week had reported a, a quarterly profit of $966 million, which is certainly good. And that's causing a lot of people to say, hey, that must mean now the airlines are back. Let's rush in and grab a bunch of stock. Uh, again, back to my previous comment, be very careful here because we're talking about a very uh, popular travel season that a lot of people were ready for after the mask mandate was lifted, and they started traveling this past summer. We saw the airlines make quite a bit of money, even in uh, light of rising fuel prices. that were up 40-some percent. They still were able to pull off this kind of a profit. A lot of that pent-up leisure travel is starting to, to drop off a bit. Business travel is not back where the airlines want it to be, not even close at this point in time. So even though I'm celebrating the fact that they had a good third quarter, I don't see that type of performance being repeated in the fourth or the first quarter. So, again, I'd be very patient if you're looking at any airline stocks. Hmm. Yeah, but it's still fun to fly them. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a little more expensive to fly them now. But, uh, well, that's true. In fact, when, you, when you factor in inflation, it's still, Jack, the, it's the cheapest time ever uh, flying uh, for commercial aviation than what we've had from 20, 30 years ago. And other than electronics, I always challenge people. Tell me something that's cheaper today than it was, uh, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Oh, how true that is. Well, it is Jay Ratliff, our aviation and day trading expert. And uh, before you invest, you want to go to daytradefund.com, and we'll talk to you again on Monday or Tuesday next week. I'll be looking forward to it, Jack. Thank you. All righty. It's 6.51. Time to check in now with John Thomas and ground traffic. 